It's October 26, 2023, and these are your headlines. It was a long day yesterday slash this morning for the Texas House. That's right. They met until four in the morning, considering a number of bills, most notably a series of border security bills. We'll talk about those in a moment. But perhaps the biggest moment had nothing to do with the legislation they were considering at all. You see, as the House debated legislation to tamp down on illegal border crossings last night, House Speaker Dade Phelan ordered that Attorney General Ken Paxton be kicked out of the chamber. The event was first reported by Representative Steve Toth. He posted a video to X, and later uh, it was confirmed a Texas scorecard by Paxton's office and some other lawmakers who were present. In his video, Representative Toth said Dade Phelan is doubling down on stupid. We had Ken Paxton over in the House today to say hello and to look at legislation that we're moving through the House. And Dade Phelan actually sent the sergeant at arms to kick the attorney general out of the Texas House. Sources inside the House say Paxton was invited by several members of the chamber. And while access to the floor of the House is limited when business is being conducted whenever they're meeting, statewide officials and former members of the Texas House, of which Paxton is both, are regularly granted access. So you see some of the people defending this pointing to House rules and saying, well, technically he's not on there. I can tell you the discretion for uh, whether or not to enforce these is very loose and it is completely up to the Speaker. And the move comes, of course, as tensions have grown between Paxton and Phelan over the past several months. Back in May, Attorney General Paxton called on Phelan to resign following that now infamous video footage a Phelan apparently presiding over the House while intoxicated. Days later, Phelan led the House's impeachment of Paxton. Paxton was, of course, later acquitted by the Senate. Well, I mentioned that lawmakers at the Texas House approved three border security measures in the early hours of this morning as the Texas legislature's third special session of the year has passed the halfway point. Now, we're now a few days past the halfway point. Senate Bill 4, that's one of the bills they considered by Senator Pete Flores, will increase penalties for human smuggling and operating a stash house. It establishes a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years for violations. Similar measures were proposed in both the regular and first special session, but failed to pass both chambers of the Republican-dominated legislature. Although several amendments to SB 4 were proposed by Democrats, all failed to pass. So that was SB 4. The next bill on the agenda was House Bill 6. That was by Representative J.C. Jaton. That would appropriate $1.5 billion in funding for constructing, operating, and maintaining border barrier infrastructure. So a wall, buoys, etc. Jaton said that the funds would be used to prioritize the most at-risk areas of the border as determined by the Texas Department of Public Safety. He amended the measure, however, to ban the funds from being used for eminent domain of private land or to build a barrier along Texas's borders with other U.S. states. That amendment passed by a vote of 134 to 4. While the Senate bill passed Senate Bill 11 by Senator Brian Birdwell to create a criminal penalty for improper entry from a foreign nation, the House decided to go and approve its own version of the bill, House Bill 4 by Representative David Spiller. That measure will allow Texas to arrest people for illegally entering the state, as well as remove them from the state for refusing to comply with an order to return back to Mexico. 
Illegal re-entry after being denied entry also increases the criminal penalty for the individual. Notably, this is a, a big point of consternation, an illegal alien's lawful presence, that includes an asylum claim or DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, the Obama-era program, exempts them from the statute. Debate on the legislation came to a standstill for hours, however, last night, as Republican members voted to limit the debate to 46 amendments. Only 46 amendments. Caught on a hot, hot microphone, Representative Armando Wally said the move was, and I'm censoring myself here, effing bull, well, you can figure out the rest. Now, it's interesting to see Democrats react this way. I've never seen, as I've been following the legislature, this move actually be used to limit these debates. Normally, Democrats on these high-profile bills will gum up the works by filing dozens, dozens, sometimes, you know, nearly 100 amendments on these high-profile bills that all essentially say the same thing, right? And it gives all of them an opportunity to stand up for 10, 20 minutes at a time and talk about how racist Republicans are or whatever, for trying to get priorities passed. That's always how it's been. And so the one time they decided to say, look, we're not going to do that. We're going to limit this debate. 46 amendments, that's a long time. They still went till four in the morning, for example. The one time they do that, you see Democrats actually lose their tempers. And literally, that's exactly what happened. Like I said, the House went to a complete standstill for, for hours. They're not used to this. Normally, they're used to getting their way. Now, the bills themselves, they'll now be sent to the Senate. The Senate will have to go through the process again for the House bills, that is, having a committee hearing, scheduling it for a floor vote, etc. That will have to happen in the Senate. Now, for the Senate bills that the House passed out, those can either be approved, they can approve the changes the House made, or they can send them to a conference committee for the two chambers to work out the differences. Lastly, as cartel violence continues, a video of cartel operatives detonating explosives during a skirmish on the southern border was captured by a Texas Department of Public Safety drone. DPS spokesman Lieutenant Chris Olivares posted the video on social media. The video provides both, ther both thermal and non-thermal views of four Mexican cartel operatives launching two explosives just south of the Fronten Island near the Rio Grande. Olivares stated that Fronten Island is one of the most dangerous and cartel-influenced areas around the Texas-Mexico border. <clears throat> now, the 170-acre island is situated in the Rio Grande between Stark County and Mexico and is a hot spot for cartel trafficking. Earlier this month, Governor Greg Abbott authorized DPS to regain control of the island. On October 3rd, earlier this month, the Rangers planted a Texas flag on Fronten Island in the Rio Grande. Following the placement of the Texas flag in front and Abbott launched Operation Flat Top, which utilizes DPS and the Texas National Guard to secure Front and Island with authorization from Texas Land Commissioner Don Buckingham. According to Olivares, cartels are ramping up their acts of violence and escalating their intimidation tactics to regain control of the island. For more of today's stories, go to texasscorecard.com. 